T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob, it's Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Man, I seen you come in, you kicking your feet. You were madder than all get out. I was madder than I, I, I thought you dropped your lunch. You were so mad. No, I, well, I didn't have my lunch with me. Well, this, well that's this, a good... This is a dinner time, Chuck. This is... Okay. This so is I, I, sure. I didn't have my lunch. You didn't have your lunch. But you yeah. were mad, though. I was mad. Why are you mad? Well, have you drove down I-85, Woodruff Road, or anywhere around Greenville lately? If I made it to this radio station, I'd probably hit all those roads, actually. You know, you serve a valid point. I hadn't even thought about that yet. Yeah. I mean, I hate to throw that dumb question thing out there to you, but oh, yeah. that was yeah, that was a valid point. Um, so my problem is people that can't drive, and a lot of them frequent this area, and I have a personal, personal bone to pick with anybody that drives a Kia Soul. Just, um, just whoa, a, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, I can do that. How can anybody pick on anyone that drives a Kia Soul? I mean, bad enough you're driving a Kia Soul, but you know what I'm saying. Why do you want to pick on them? It's like picking on... Because none of them can drive. Anyone, and Kia Soul's just the leader of the bunch. That's the one that's allowed there a lot now. you got the Scion XBs, you got the Honda Elements, and what's the other little... You're stereotyping now. Yeah, you know the that. Nissan Cubes. Yeah, if you drive one of those little toaster-shaped cars, it's pretty evident that you just can't drive. All right, and we also got Philip Sparks in the studio from DeYoung's Towing, because we're talking about towing and safety, and Otterrod's talking about making people mad to drive anything that's toaster-shaped with wheels on it. But, how many Philip, t- now, I've got a bone, I've got a good one, and I bet you Philip can back me up, and Otterrod, you can chime in, too. How about cars that don't have their headlights on when it's raining? And have you ever noticed it's always a gray car? <laughs> I don't know what it is. If you drive a funeral home gray car, Silver. the damn headlights don't work, apparently. <laughs> Unless it's a GM product with automatic headlights, it will not be on. Here, here's why I'm noticing. I started driving. Now, keep in mind, I'm a lot younger than anybody. Well, except for our producer, I'm a lot younger than most here. I, I started driving in 2005. He's okay? a little boy. He's a little one. He's a little man. I started driving in 05, and it seems like because that's when I really started paying attention to what's on the road. It seems like since that early 2000 era, a vehicle didn't come with turn signals. I'm a little guilty on this one sometimes. I'm, I'm Sometimes I'm a little too cool to use a turn signal. So your Silverado's turn signals don't work either? No, it works. I just choose not to use them. And, and that makes you cool? That's see, kids, this is a guy you don't want to listen to. I think it's cool when my car is working, which isn't often. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. <laughs> which isn't often. Usually the I, only thing that works on your car is the turn signals. It's about an accurate point, but... I, I think it's a cool factor where I'm driving down the road and, and things on my car actually work. I like to show off the fact that they do that. You, on the other hand, and half the people around here, more than half, don't seem to think a turn signal is important, which usually causes wrecks or pileups on I-85. And then you got people that's distracting, texting on our phone while they're you know doing their job or you know driving down the road. Those people. Those people are love. Uh, yeah, really. they are. You know what? My Silverado actual read text messages to you. I wish it was sitting in here in the studio with you. Well, it is. Sorry. <laughs> so it, would, it would help out a lot. It, it's Sunday night at my house, too, you know? <laughs> Hot date night. Move. Well, 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 you know, you got to get through the day here at work before you get to go to the date. You call this work? Hey, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like work. You talking to a fuzzy thing here. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah. Well, you are too. Yeah, we we all are. We are. Well, except for Philip, he, he don't have a fuzzy thing. Yeah, he there. don't have a spit stopper on his. Yeah. But this is it. the thing, though. We're talking about safety, guys, and we're talking about towing safety. Car show season's coming up. A lot of you guys don't went out. You need some friends. What do you do? You go buy you a car trailer. You buy you a car trailer, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have friends for days. You're going to have friends you didn't even know you had. You know why? Because everybody wants to borrow a damn car trailer. Everybody. Either your buddy that's got a 91 Capri station wagon that never runs, or... I have never borrowed your car trailer. Or... <laughs> or, you know, but I'm saying car trailers are so popular now. And everybody likes towing their show car around because that's just the new cool thing to do. I, li- I like to think I started that trend around here. You don't tow yours. I used to everywhere. Well, that must have been before I was meeting you. Well, and I'm with you. I'm and with, I love I'm driving mine. On that one. I love driving mine. Like I'm, I'm towing my truck to Atlanta, and it drives me nuts that I can't drive it. But also drives me nuts if I get a rock chip. Mm. If I've been a fender on the dime piece, I'm probably going to kill somebody. Yeah, that's good. I'm riding with you, so I prefer we tow it. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, at least you can keep me coming in the pen, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you'd be like an accomplice. Yeah, accessory, I think, is what they call Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. But, but you know, the towing's a big thing. But you know what? You went out and you bought your new car trailer, or you went out and you rented a car trailer from U-Haul. Well, they're not going to give you a class on how to tie this thing down, or safety with a trailer in general. Well, don't you get them little thin orange straps from Walmart? No. No, and those those six dollar ones from Harbor Freight, yeah, that's probably not the best we're out to go unless you're tying down over a push lawnmower. Oh, well, I'll go return them then. Uh, and uh, and that's a big thing because you know what? Nobody really knows. There's no YouTube tutorials on this. Well, I'm I'm sure the problem. Well, there's a YouTube tutorial on everything, <laughs> but I mean, this is the thing though. I mean, nobody shows you this stuff, and you go out and buy a car trailer. You know what? How do you tie it down? What do you hook to? Uh, well, first of all, you want, you know, me personally, get the biggest strap you could possibly find. Well, you need you need straps that are made to tie cars down. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. You need a strap with like, what, you know, like between an eight to 10,000 pound, you know, load. So you mean the 1,500 pound ones at Harbor Freight just aren't going to do it? No, it's not going to be the best ones to use. Although I have seen cars tied down with those before. I've seen cars tied down with ropes. And that's bad. I'm, I know Phillips seen some crazy stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So nylon rope is not the not the way to go. No, 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 no. Oh. Like that yellow rope, like the clothesline. Yeah, that's never going to work. Oh, oh. And just put it in park doesn't do it either. Oh, you mean to tell me that little bitty piece of metal? Yeah, that little park, that little parking pole is not going to keep it there. Those cars actually do slide around on metal. It's crazy. I know. That's crazy. You know, the actual the law states that you're supposed to have a four point hole down. Right. On every wheel, if you take a if you go to a car show or a drag strip. You'd be amazed at how cars come in. Oh, and, and, and you'll never see the same two tied down the same no. way. And, and, I mean, to an extent, there's really no wrong way. Look, if the car's secure, it's secure. Right. But there is ways of guaranteeing your car won't come off the trailer. And I've actually had – you haven't lived till you've had a trailer with a car come off of it. I had a – That's exciting. I had a trailer with a four-wheeler come off of it. Well, the trailer actually came off the truck, which was – that's pretty, just dumb. That was pretty cool, too. First, flip the lock down on the hitch. First, off, on the, the trailer tongue. That wasn't the problem. We were trying to be brave. Um, I, I got time to tell a quick story, I think. So we were up in, uh, we were up in the mountains, and uh, this, is, this has to do with safety and the lack thereof. Um, we were uh, we were up, actually, in North Carolina at Uhari and uh, doing some off-road. Where were you at again? Uhari. Uh, spell that for me. Uh, U-H-A-R-R-I-E. Uhari. Uhari. Gotcha. It's off-road park. Oh, I was about to say, what, what, what in the heck do you do in Yahari? Is that above Asheville? 
Uh, no, it's actually toward uh, uh, it eastern North Carolina. But anyhow, so we're up there, and uh, we're doing some trail riding on four-wheelers, and uh, we got some four-wheel drives up there. Anyhow, we load the four-wheeler back up. It started raining, and in, in the midst of the rain, we could not find the pin to put into the trailer hitch, you know, to lock the mm-hmm. lock whatever that thing's called. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that thing. That I think thing. that's the, the the scientific term for that. Yeah, the, that little thing. I'm trying to paint a picture. It's a latch. There you go. So we couldn't find the pin to hold the latch in properly, uh, seated against the ball uh, on the truck. So we said, you know what? We're just a mile from our campsite. It's a dirt road from where we dropped off. It's just a mile down the road. We'll just put it down there. That's fine. Okay. It should have ever popped up. Shouldn't never. You might have the wrong size ball or something. Well, it was a bumpy dirt road. Okay. So. Should have ever popped up, but we're we're driving, and um, all of a sudden I look in my rearview mirror. I love how he's telling this story. We're on radio, but he's holding the steering wheel and like doing all the motions. It's well, so cute. I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here. So uh, we're driving down the road, and, and I look in my rearview mirror, and all of a sudden there is no trailer anymore. Instant panic. It's dark. It's raining. We turn around and I look, and there's the trailer sitting off the side of the road. Okay, that's not a problem, really. It's not. Um, but the four wheeler is gone. The four-wheeler was about 20 feet off in the woods, just sitting there pretty as you please. Looked like we parked it there. How this happened, I don't know. I didn't ask questions. We just loaded it back Some up. things you just don't question. We don't question that, but imagine that in a larger scale with a car if you don't properly hook it. I, I hook have. Everything. I've seen it before. I've got a great story on that one, too. i tell you something else we don't question around here is commercial breaks. That's right, and we got one coming up. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking towing right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We're talking towing. Yeah, and we done heard Hot Rods tutorial on things not to do with very, a four wheel. Very true, very true. Going down a bumpy road yeah. in Oompa Loompa, North Carolina. <laughs> or you hurry. Yeah, that too. So, there's yeah, a, yeah, or the thingy. Make sure your thingy's down. Yeah, the, you know, there's amazingly a, ma- a large amount of people that go to you hurry in the I mean, Robert, area. you really, you know, for a man, I mean, we're professionals, and the first thing is, is you know that thingy. I can't think of the You name just said it. that that really, of all the terms you could have used, you know that thingy. Well, you described it like my mother would. The witch call it. How about that? I mean, it is. I felt like... The thingamabob. Robbie, it's like your mother. That's what it sounded like. Well, uh, the thingamabob. The doohickey. The doohickey down The widget. The widget. widget. Killing me. I got a funny toe story. I got a funny toe story. I've got a a story for you. I've got a story about a car that came off a trailer. That sounds funny. And I got a cool car out of it. Okay. Uh, I'm curious. All right. I think I know this story, actually. You probably do. I've told him a million Happened times. Happened in Tennessee? No. I was on the way to Tennessee. Well, uh, well, yeah. All right. Well, my father, who I love with all of my heart, mm-hmm. me and my dad have always been, we're like brothers more than we are like father and son sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a constant, just, you know, no mine's better, no mine's better contest, nonstop. If I talk about a fast car, he's got a faster car. No matter what. If I got a fast truck, he's got a fast truck. I, I want a black so truck, what, he buys a black so truck. So what you're telling me is there's no hope of this ever growing and out of your system. I'm just stuck with you like this forever. Not a chance. Not until they bury him in a they start throwing <clears throat> dirt on me. Hot, Hot Rods and Happy Hour is actually starting to look for new co-hosts now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. We love you, Robert. Are you leaving, Robert? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was, that was a, a good, good, good comeback. I ain't going to lie. All right. So this is the thing. So my dad, 
me and my dad, we used to swap cars. So when I was swapping cars, my dad was swapping cars. And we were both selling collector cars. That's always kind of been our bag. My dad bought a 1967 Chevrolet Camaro. It, it was Corvette yellow with a big block and a four-speed RSSS. Did it have a Corvette engine in it? No, it wasn't a Corvette. This was just a regular 454. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'll, I'll get that. Pe- but I, but a day. nice Camaro. And I love to aggravate my dad because he gets cheap on me sometimes. I'm a wheel and tire guy. Everything I got's got wheels and tires on it. That's my big thing. Putting a nice set of wheels and tires on. Rolling stock makes all the difference. Hey, man. You can put nice wheels on a turd, and you got something that's cool looking. Hit you, got your cool, wagon. you got a cool looking turd. You got a good looking turd. Even if it's just sitting there. Yeah. But this is the thing. So my dad bought this Camaro, and it had these rally wheels on it that didn't really fit. Or they fit it, but it just it didn't suit me. I mean, it was fine, you know? There's a butt for every seat. I understand that, but... I've got just a little hatred for rally wheels anyway. You so, and me both. I'd rather I'd rather be on center blocks and have rally wheels on it. But my dad had his Camaro on rally wheels, and it was a good-looking Camaro. Well, I had a 65 Bonneville. Two-door. Robert's salivating over here. So I said Bonne. I didn't say Bon Bon. I said Bonneville. Oh, the big Bon Bon. Oh, man. Black. Oh, Lord, son. I mean, I'm talking about straight as a banjo string, cleaner than a preacher's suit. Red and white, two-tone inside, had the clear steering wheel. AM, FM with reverb. You know what reverb is, Robert? Uh, yeah, I do, but um, I need to talk to you more about how do I get a hold of this car. Well, this car's gone now. That saddens my soul. I had this car for six months, and everybody and their brother told me how beautiful it was and how awesome it was and how they would never buy it. Say, Everybody loved it. I would have been your sucker. It looked like, it. yeah. Well, I didn't know dumb people like you back then. I know. So it's tragic. And this is the thing. I mean, so like I had this extra large GTO is what it looked like. It was gorgeous. <laughs> it's a twenty-two <laughs> foot long GTO. And this thing was beautiful. Two door. It, it was back. It was a Le Mans and a two XL shirt. Yeah, I mean, this thing was <laughs> this thing this thing was a three XL of GTOs. <laughs> but I mean, it was a Goodland car. It ran great. Three eighty nine. Ice cold air. And I mean, you could drive it anywhere. And I had a nice set of wheels. Tires on it, hunkered down, of course, typical Rob style. Well, we're cruising around. We're going to Pigeon Forge. Well, shoot, I'm driving my bonbon to Pigeon Forge. I mean, that thing's like flying on a magic carpet. It rides like a Cadillac. It does. Exactly. But it's a Pontiac. (laughs) But it's a Pontiac. But this is the thing that was funny about it. My dad was trailering his big block four-speed Camaro up there. Well, guess what happens? My cheap ass daddy bought some cheap ass toe straps. And you know what happened? One of them straps broke, and the old Camaro came off the trailer, off one side. It made a crease right in the rocker panel on the passenger side, just pretty as you ever seen, where that trailer fender went right into it. My dad's madder than hell. He took a thing, pitcher force to sell it. The car's done come off the trailer, done mess the rocker up on the car. He's just mad as all get out. Gets there, and guess what? Had a flat tire on the car the next day. <laughs> so he finally found a, a tire store in Tennessee and he got his tire fixed. He's riding around. It's hotter. It's hotter than hell outside. It's hot. I mean, it's hot. It's summertime in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, it's hot. hot. I mean, you think about it. In Pigeon Forge, you're in a hole. In a concrete-covered one. Yeah, exactly. And it's just hot. I'm riding around that Bonneville, me and the first Miss Pitts, with the air on. I'm talking about this thing's frosting the windows up. I'm cruising, son. I'm just... List, listening to Conway Twitty riding around. Ain't Sounds nothing. like he's in the damn back seat when you hit reverb. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm going to tell you something. My dad's over got sweat just rolling off of him. I thought he was going to have a heat stroke. I said, Dennis, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'll take the Camaro tonight. You take the Bonbon. Deal. He did it. Boy, he said, Rob, that Pontiac is a nice car. I'm looking at myself, you won't buy it? You know? <laughs> but, so anyway, long story short, we're riding around. 
And me and my dad have never been able to deal, really. You know what I mean? Like, like we've done little things together. We've went in partners on stuff I, before. I know the feeling. But you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, my, dad's a hard, my dad's a shrewd negotiator. You know, like, you, basically, if you make a deal with my dad, you're going to lose. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. And I know that, so I'm just kind of leery of it sometimes. You know, so my dad, if he tells you something, you better, like, now, if you think you got the edge. Because if he ever gets a chance to think about it, it's over with. Oh, yeah. You, know, you got to catch him when he's weak. <laughs> and uh, so he gets that Camaro back to the shop, and I got the bonbon sitting in the shop, and that thing's beautiful. I mean, just black paint looks like it's a foot deep. I mean, just sitting there, and then you got the old corn-fed Camaro sitting there. You know, and now she's kind of buck tooth because the rockers rolled in on it, and just you know, and he's kind of pitiful. He didn't get no bites on the Camaro, and I sure as hell didn't get no bites on the Bonneville while I was there either. But you know, whatever. And uh, so we're standing there, and they said. I swap that Camaro for that Bonneville. I said, done. Just like that. He said, what? I mean, before he could even say anything, I said, done. I said, give me my title. Give me my title. Give me my title. It's mine's in the club box. Give me my title. He gave me the title. I said, Jack, Jack, no trade back. It's mine. This is mine. This is mine. He said, okay, okay, Rob. What's the big deal? I said, mine. Mine. I took the car and took it home. Like, like you know, put it in the garage. This is the funniest thing ever. The Lord was smiling down on me. Because I told you it wrinkled a rocker panel up on it. Well, this car had just been painted. It had beautiful yellow paint on it. <laughs> it was yellow paint. I wouldn't go well, beautiful. Uh, it had shiny yellow paint on it. And <laughs> well, well, on a 67 Camaro, they make a piece of trim that goes down under the, behind the door. Under the door, it's a piece of stainless. Yep. Covered it perfectly. <laughs> Rick's first generation Camaro, thank you very much. Put that piece of stainless on the car. I put a set of nice billet wheels on it. Sold a car to a man in Texas. It was the nicest Camaro you ever owned. That thing was beautiful. It knocked your eyes out. And Dad still had a Bonneville. He eventually got rid of it, but I don't know how, and I really ain't going to ask no questions because, yeah. Probably a sore subject. Yeah, I made I made a deal with the Lord a long time ago after the Bonneville. No more Pontiacs for me. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, speaking of no more, there's going to be no more stories because we got to take a quick commercial break. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking towing right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? All right, we're talking towing today on the radio. We, we are. We, we are. are talking about towing. We're talking about safety. And I'm going to tell you something. I have brought in, actually, you brought them in. Uh, yeah. You actually brought You brought in a professional. I did. A professional well, well, tow truck operator. Well, when I when I like uh, talking about a subject, I like going straight to the source. I loved when this guy pulled up with that big rollback, mm. and like everybody was like looking in the parking lot, like whose car is he going to get? <laughs> yeah, I was like, whose car? Who didn't pay their bill? <laughs> Wait a minute, did I make my payment? <laughs> Who here at the radio station forgot to flip the bill on their That's car? That's what up? I'm screaming. I mean, everybody speaking of that. Patrick, producer, he's running off. He's not going to take your car. Yeah, he's in here. Okay, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I think. Anyway, guys, we've got a true towing professional right here, and this is a good friend of mine. I've known this guy for a long time. We've been standing here for the last 30 minutes talking about the old days. Mr. Philip Sparks from D. Young's Garage and Towing in Greer, South Carolina. That is great. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for being on the show. And now this is something, and we were talking about it, and I really want to stress this point because I worry about you. I mean, you're my buddy. I've known you forever. I've got several friends that are in towing. This is my thing, is safety. And we were talking about those little flashing yellow lights. You know, every tow truck, rollback, wrecker, everything has those lights on it. But nobody slows down for them. No, not at all. 
And this is the thing that bothers me. When you see blue lights on a police car, what's the first thing you do? You hit the brakes. Slam on the brakes. You see a fire truck with them red lights? What actually, do you do? Actually, most people almost cause a wreck. Yeah, slam cause a wreck to slow down yeah. for the cop. But see, this is the thing. <clears throat> they don't slow down for those amber lights. No, they do not. And the thing is, you got to think about it. These guys are on the side of the road throwing chains, you know, hooking the cars. In all kinds of weird positions. I mean, cars just don't break down on the side of the road. Wrecks don't happen on the side of the road. They happen in the middle of the road. And that's where these guys are. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like uh, Philip and I had a conversation a few weeks back. And, and I told him, I said, you shouldn't have to worry about your job when you go off to work. When you go off to work, if you're coming home or not, you shouldn't have to worry about that. And, and that's the problem. Philip, I think you got more information on that. Yeah, I mean, people just don't pay attention to the room that we need when we're out in the middle of the road or even in a median. You take a tractor trailer and if you're out here on Woodruff Road, you ain't, you only got inches to spare. Um, well, you think a lane's what? Eight foot and some change? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they don't give you nothing. But now if there's them on the other hand out there, they won't, then it's a different story. Oh, yeah. Well, and, th- and this is the thing that bothers me. You know, we've all been in a hurry. You know, we've all been... Sp- Everybody in this room has sped at one time in their oh, life. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. But, but this what's is the, the thing. What's the statute of limitations on that? There's nothing in this world that you're that big of a hurry for that you can risk another person's life. Oh, exactly. And that's exactly what you're doing. And I'm talking about just like that, guys. I mean, if a mirror hits one of these guys on the side of the road, they're dead as a doornail. It's over with. And I mean, the thing is, you would even have body damage on your car, and this man's gone because of just one dumb decision. Yeah, because because you just couldn't be late for exactly for or, dinner, or, or just well, wasn't watching what you were doing. That's period. the way society works today, though. Is everything is time based? Hurry, hurry, hurry. And I mean, and then you got a lot of distracted drivers too. Got their cell phones out, talking trash on the internet, the Snapchats, the Instagrams, and the Facebooks. Playing with the radio. Oh, yeah, playing, yep. with, the, playing with the radio. Got to play with the volume. Or, Got to turn know. that hot rod happy hour on. I understand. Well, that's okay. You can play with the radio then, but yeah. any other time is bad. And only then. All the way on the right-hand side of your FM dial right there, <laughs> 106.3 WORD. That's right. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, distracted driving, and then just people speeding and all that. I mean, it's a dangerous job towing. And I'm sure you've had some close calls before. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, towing, you see all kinds of things. It's, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's like anything else. You get a ton of just normal calls, you know, pickups and drops. What's some of the oddest things you've had to tow? <sighs> The, the most best one was an English car that they used in a down, uh, downtown Greenville two or three years ago. Um, it was literally so falling apart, I was scared to tow it. I mean, I had to use multiple straps just to hold the – it was like a bread box truck. Yeah. I had to use straps to hold it together, and they was like, well, you, can you assure me that it's going to stay together? I'm like – no. Nope. You have a you have a car held together with popsicle sticks. Exactly. No, we can't we can't get stand behind this. Exactly. And they want me to drive downtown on our roads. I mean, yeah. there's no guarantee. What are you saying? There's potholes in Greenville? No. Yes. Where at? I haven't seen any. <laughs> yeah, because you've been driving in one. That's why. Yeah, I've only been to an alignment shop about five times this year. Yep. But uh, and that, so I mean, you get things like that. I mean, but I mean, like 
You've had to retrieve cars out of water before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so you what do you do? You just put on like a duck suit and no, walk in there normally, and hook? Normally, when you have stuff like that, the local fire departments of that general area, they have a dive team that will come out to will assist, hook up, and then, of course, we extract it from that point. Yeah. But most of the time, fire departments will help. I imagine a waterlogged car is a lot of fun because that thing's going to be heavy as all get out. It, it is, especially when you have to drag chains. Exactly. Now, if it's like in a creek, like the one down on uh, 14, we've uh, had an enclosed trailer, a four wheel drive Dodge truck, and loaded with four wheelers. <laughs> and it was like an eight hour session. Goodness gracious. And it was about October, November. And you log in chains and you just jump right in and. But uh, but it gets the adrenaline going too. Oh, Those does. are the it, fun it, ones. It does. Though. It does. I mean, that's some crazy hard stuff. Stepping out before you even get there. Oh, I bet. I bet. And I bet you've seen some crazy wrecks too before. Yes, sir. I um, mean, you know, a lot of unfortunate situations. Extremely. And uh, seen some adventurous ones. I've, <laughs> you know, I've seen. Oh, well, in Greenville, you'll see lots of interesting things around here. You know, a lot of people don't realize who's boss of a scene before the highway gets there which is left to the captain of the fire department that's on scene. And you got customers trying to come around. They think they're right. And, you know, a good situation turned bad just real quick. I mean. Oh, yeah. I can I can totally understand that. Well, that, and I'm sure you get some of those crazy police calls, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to know what map they read sometimes. <laughs> you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, they're seven miles off from where they really are, from where the dispatch tells us to. So uh, just a couple weeks ago, we had one was going the wrong way on 385 Ooh. in the construction zone, DUI on the wall. So... I just wonder, even at that point, do they even waste their time with a breathalyzer? I mean, if you're that bad that you're going the wrong way down 385. Yeah, you have uh, bigger issues. I mean, issues how to many sets of headlights have to pass you before you realize that you're in the wrong? Like, at first, these crazy drivers are in my lane. No, you're in their lane. Wonder why all the taillights are white? Exactly. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> why are they driving so slow? I'm passing everybody. <laughs> Man, I'm getting on them quick. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and then you got to think about it a little bit. How in the hell do you get on 385? I mean, it, you would have to just do a major mess up. I'm trying to think the easiest way to drive down 385 the wrong way. Well, evidently it was coming down off of Roper Mountain, Roper Mountain, and turned left. That's insane. But it got so, on the wrong exit ramp. I mean, it could happen. It's an honest mistake. Oh, it happened. We've all been there. <laughs> this happened twice to me last week, you know, but. That's that's insane though. Those calls. I mean, could you imagine being driving down the road at two o'clock in the morning and just seeing a car coming up your way? Oh yeah. Well, Philip, why don't you give us some information on how uh, how we can be safer out on the side of the road? If people will just slow down, especially like in your congested areas for like Woodruff Road, pay attention not only to the people working in the meetings as myself on a wreck, but pay attention to what's going on in front of you. Stay off the phone. I mean, if you have to use it, take a minute to pull over. I mean, everything don't have to be 90 miles an hour, rush, rush, rush. We was talking earlier about the safety lights as far as the amber lights. Amber around here is so universal, nobody really pays attention to them. Uh, you got a trash truck or a mail truck, everybody goes around them. Oh, yeah. I kind of like for 
the state of South Carolina maybe to get in line with the state of Missouri. They have the option to run blue lights and red lights on their towing vehicles as well if it's an expedite call with the highway patrol they're allowed to use sirens just as an ambulance or a fire truck well see, and that's the thing because you have no way to move traffic other than hitting the horn just like anybody else that is correct and i mean this is the thing i mean i remember back in the day and i'm sure you do too philip but you know uh, a record was considered an emergency vehicle or a special mobile is what they would call it. Even tagged that way. I mean, that's the thing. This is an emergency response vehicle. And now there's times that you're just picking up a car from a garage and taking it somewhere. That's not an emergency. Just like an ambulance transferring a patient from one you know location to another. But there's times when it is an emergency. That is great. All right, guys. I tell you what. Stay tuned. We're talking towing right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rod Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? And the tow master himself, Mr. Philip Sparks from D. Young's Towing. Thank you for being on the show again, Philip. Yes, sir. So, you know, we were talking about the lights. And I really think that's an ingenious idea. Now, I don't think you need to run that blue light necessarily all the time, but for those emergency <laughs> calls, when you're on, I mean, it all, would be handy. All, although tempting. Although it would t- be tempting. I mean, just think you're sitting in the drive-thru somewhere, sitting in line. Beep, beep, beep. And then hit your blue light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You're not waiting for your Egg McMuffin. No, not at all. Just kick them out of the way. But the cool thing about it, though, is is it would get people's attention. It would. And that's the thing that I think is the most important part. I, I think very importantly, sitting on the side of the road, it would get people's attention. And, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, it would be one of the – if they had to put it into law, I understand there's got to be regulation to it. And it has to be a certain light, maybe, that it has to be. But – and it can only be, you know, while it's not moving or something along those lines. But – that light could save people's lives. Absolutely. As long as they would use it as on expedited calls. Right. That's when you're working for the highway patrol or a, a local sheriff's office or something of that nature. Well, how about on the side of the highway, if even if it's a customer call, I think that would be necessary then, really. I, I, I don't see it. It could be beneficial. I, I don't mean, see extremely a beneficial. I don't see a downside I mean, because you think about this, it's getting their attention. And that's my big thing. It's not so much getting to the wreck and you know and i mean you need to get there in a timely manner understand that but i'm talking about on the side of the road i mean well like eddie mills exactly right he got hit and killed on side 85 this is the thing guys you know it's, it's these are people's lives i mean people operate these things they don't that, work on that's their one own right here in the upstate yeah I, and, and i mean this is the thing i mean and and for him there's hundreds and thousands more just like him that things have happened well, there's a wall dedicated to these guys at the uh, Tow Museum in Chattanooga, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And see, this is the thing that's crazy about it is, is you know, and I know Ben, Ben Mills was talking about it. They're actually trying to pass regulation. He tried, like, a, they call it Eddie's Law or something Eddie's like that. Law, uh, it went so far, and then you got to have so much money for lobbyists and everything else. It always it just, takes money, it seems it, like. It does. And the thing is, it's not a far-fetched idea. No. no, it's not. It's actually a very genius idea. I'll be honest with you. If even you know the state was interested in making money on it, and I don't think there'd be a tow company in this state that would have a problem with it, charge them, make them have a permit to have that blue light. You know, it's a fifty dollar permit. Exactly, it's a no brainer. I mean, you know, and that would cover the cost of any regulation or anything they would have to pay somebody to keep up with it or whatever, and it would be done. When when you're talking about Benjamin, when 
we addressed the Eddie's Law in Columbia. A lot of different things had been mentioned amongst that, but the blue light was offered, and we was immediately shut down. No, you're not having it. So I don't know what there's... I'm not saying they're trying to protect anything, but I don't understand why they won't work with us on this. You know, you would think they would try to find a, a resolution, a happy medium in there to, to accommodate you guys. And, you know, I mean, work with them. They have their reasons for things. I understand blues for police. Got gotcha. you. I understand that. But there's a reason why that blue light works. Exactly. Well, I think the problem is you got a bunch of old school mindsets who are not willing to realize that there needs to be a change. And well, I tell you what, change. I bet you if their son was driving a damn rollback, their mind would change. Oh, I agree with you. Or if it was their kid that got killed, exactly doing this in the line of work, they would change. Or if their kid hit somebody doing that, exactly. I mean, you realize. I mean, this is something you know you don't walk away from that. I mean, this is going to follow you for the rest of your life. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, no matter which side you're on. Exactly. I mean, it affects everybody. I mean, we're talking about families. I mean, these you know, it's, it's everything all the way around. Right. But and that's. I don't know. It blows my mind sometimes with things like that and regulation. And I understand that's just government, and that's probably the reason I'm not in politics. <laughs> but because because like common sense is not that common. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. And it's coming more and more of people not having it. Oh, oh, that's for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, every day. Every right. day. I mean, look at look at look at Odd Rod. I know it's terrible. I mean, it's so sad. He actually. woke up like this. You know, he's yeah. just. This is who I am. He's like, he's like, he's, 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 he's like a newborn baby every day when he wakes up. He's just like, yeah, I'm just like, like he he, he calls me, and me like I have to like relearn him. It's kind of like a goldfish. He is a lot like a lot a big goldfish, <laughs> a big goldfish, a, a guppy, a healthy eating goldfish. All right, guys, let's switch gears a little bit. Phil, you're a hot rodder, right? Oh yeah, I have been for years. All right, I, I've seen some Corvairs laying around the shop. Is that your thing? Well, actually, it's my father-in-law's thing. Uh-huh. Uh, he started that back when he got out of military. He worked for a local Chevrolet dealership, and no one wanted to touch them because they were they different. Were, they were different. <laughs> and he was used to it being in the Air Force and picked up on it, and he's been doing it ever since. I, I take it he's not a Ralph Nader fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> A little clue, Ralph Nader actually wrote a book called Unsafe at Any Speed. And the book came out like in the 60s. I mean, when Corvairs, like, because Corvairs came out in 1960. 60. And they ran to 69. So, and, yeah, I'm a little rusty on Corvairs. But but this is the thing, Ralph Nader wrote this book. And Ralph Nader, I don't know who at GM whizzed in his cornflakes, but (laughs) anything GM does, Ralph Nader hates. It is so funny because if and Ralph Nader hated the Corvair and he did pick out some problem points with it. You know, there was a lot. In my opinion, there's a lot of dangerous cars out there. The Corvair was not that bad. He just found one and ran with not, it. Not when you stack it up next to the Pinto. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you got a car with a bumper made of flint, you know. But, <laughs> but he but you, also hated the Vegas too. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, because it's a GM product, he hated everything. Well, that's probably because John Delorean didn't share none of the cocaine with him. him. But <laughs> but this is the thing about Ralph Nader, though. Ralph, I mean, Ralph Nader, he was. Hell, he was in the news not even that long ago. Like, you know, it's been maybe seven or eight, ten years ago now. But for him, because he's like 112, he was in the news. And he was still talking trash about, do you realize the millions of dollars he made over the years from hating General Motors? I would love General Motors. I would drive a new Cadillac because of them. Oh, yeah. But you know what? And this is the thing that's crazy about it. He said something about somebody said something about General Motors. You know how they are. Moving forward in reverse. Old General Motors. Yep. I'm like... 
Damn, dude, let it go. <laughs> and he probably drives AMC. Oh, he probably takes the bus. <laughs> but enough of the Mister Rogers look alike. The HGM. We're he not does, talking about he does that look like Mister Rogers. A lot like Mister Rogers, he actually. Does. But he's a mean Mister Rogers. He is mean. He's I wouldn't like, want to play in his neighborhood. Yeah, he's like Mister Rogers' alter. Ain't ego. no Chevrolets there. <laughs> but. Why couldn't he hate Fords and just be all right? I know. I'd, I'd like the man then. I mean, I'd, I'd, probably, mean, I'd probably bought his book. I was, you know, I was about to, you took words out of my mouth. On that. But so, I mean, this is the thing that's cool about Philip. Me and Philip go back way back. Like me and Philip were talking back like Fat Rob with a comb over days back. Oh, yeah. I mean, those like were, he, those were rough right times. back in my first wife days. Those you know, days. those were rough times for you. Hanging out at the car wash, right. and uh, you know, and Philip had at some cool rides too. Wash. It wasn't that kind of car wash. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a dirt and squirt. Calm down. But it was a fun hangout, though. And, and and that's the thing. We didn't get in any trouble. Well, a little bit. But not much. And we hung out of the car wash. Because you had a cool place to park your car because you could park under the lights in each bay. That car wash never made any money. I don't think I've ever put a quarter in that building. Yeah. And I probably spent a third Hours. of my, yeah, a third of my teens there. That, that explains what's wrong with you. Just saying. There's worse things. But now, so when I first met Philip, he had a little Mazda. It was like a, what's a B2000. It was like the Courier style, though, yeah. Ford. Like, B2000. Was a Mazda. But it was a Mazda. And it said a little square with a small block Ford in it. Small block Ford. And see, so this is kind of back when I was sipping the Ford Punch, too, you know? Mm. Yeah, I was a pony I was pal. Say you all about four, I was Fords. a Mustang. I was the Mustang man back in the day. Mm, there's something was, wrong with you two. I want to tell you something. And then he got him a bad chopper. He had a couple of bad choppers. I mean, this guy knows what's up, too. Mm. I mean, he's like a tow guy and a hot rider. That's a win-win. All right, Phil. Why don't you tell us a little bit about D. Young's towing and uh, how to get a hold of you guys? Well, you can reach us at 864-877-3280. We've been in business since 1947 wow. at the same location. Man, Philip, you look good to be that old. Thank you, sir. <laughs> So y'all tow, tow them all, big or small, don't matter. What else you guys do? Well, we we primarily deal with light duty towing, uh, some medium duty. We do general maintenance, general repairs on most of your small, standard vehicles. Right on. And if you got a Corvair, you know a guy. I got a bunch of Corvairs and a man that knows a lot about them. That's what <laughs> I'm screaming. You heard it, Ralph. All right, guys. I tell you what. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 